The Push Podcast, people united for spina bifida and hydrocephalus. A podcast created to bring people together and to amplify the voices, stories, and abilities of our spina bifida and hydrocephalus community. B is for the people, both big and small. U is for the unity that gathers us all. S for spina bifida, H for hydrocephalus. Say the push to the world, never let them get the best of us. Hey, what's going on? My name is Danny Lamb, and I'm your host of the Push Project Podcast. I was three years old when I was diagnosed with hydrocephalus, and I'm passionate about using my abilities to connect our community and to create a space for others to feel empowered to share their story. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, please don't hesitate to subscribe, find us on Facebook and Instagram, or to be a featured guest, please email us at asongacity at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to having you. All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Push Project Podcast. As I have been saying all year long, and I'll continue to say all year long, this year is 10 years of A Song of City, 10 years of this nugget of an idea. And today, I'm super excited to chat with a new friend to dive into his story, as well as kind of a cool... I, I'm going to say this out loud, but kind of a cool milestone we have had on the podcast, humans from um, around the world, but we have not actually had anybody yet until today from the continent of, of South America. So let me welcome Gabriel Aguirre. Gabriel, how you doing, man? Hello, Danny. Thank you for having me. I'm doing man. good. I'm doing great. Man, I uh, truly, it is such a pleasure to have you on. And uh, we we became pretty pretty fast friends, I would say, in terms of being back and forth. And, and I, I always like to say that you can tell a lot about somebody right away. And I could sense you had this upbeat energy to you. So thank you so, so much uh, for coming on. Can we start off right off the bat? Where are you from? Where do you call home? Thank you for having me, Danny. Uh, I'm from Ecuador. I, I was born in a city called Guayaquil. Ecuador is a is a country in South America between uh, Colombia and Peru. It's a really small country. Mm. It's a place I've not been yet, but I've heard incredibly beautiful things about Ecuador. It's a very be- beautiful country. It's a yeah. very beautiful can I ask you, what's your favorite part? I know this is a very general, very big question. What do you love most about Ecuador? Um, I like the ocean. So uh, I like going to the beach, uh, even though the nearest beach is like one hour drive. But I like the, going to the beach whenever I can. Oh, man. Love it. And we're going to get more into that. Uh, you're an athlete, correct? Yes, I, I like doing sports and training. Um, and I know you do a couple of different things. So can you tell us a little bit about your athletic journey? So uh, I started uh, training at the gym when I was 14, 15 years old. Mm. But uh, since I was born, the doctors told my mom that I needed to do physical therapy mm. for my spina bifida. So uh, from the age... 
three to eight, I was on and off physical therapy. Then I stopped, I stopped doing physical therapy. And when I was 14, I stepped in, into my first gym. Mm. I started lifting weights and I immediately loved the sensation of, of lifting weights, being strong. And I been training at the gym since then, 20 years lifting weights at the gym. And, Man. uh, uh, since 2021, I started training uh, for open water swimming. I'm not a swimmer, but I started swimming uh, a, a, a couple of years ago. I competed in a couple of races in, in open water, and I fell in love of swimming in open water. Man, that's so cool. What What do you think, what was it about the open water swimming? What What was it that you fell in love with? For me, was the the freedom because for the ocean, he he don't care uh, what type of person you have you are. If mm. you're trained, if you're not trained, if you have a disability, if you don't have a disability, the ocean is gonna treat you how he wants to treat you, and he's gonna allow you or not to be in into his waters. So that's man. That's I've never heard, I've never heard it put like that. And that's just so cool. So, so cool. Um, so cool. What, what do you, what is for you? What is the biggest difference between say like strength training, weightlifting versus being in the ocean? What, what's the biggest difference in, in training? So, uh, Swimming in, in open water, uh, typically, uh, uh, there are uh, three main distances. Mm. The sprint, which is two kilometers, the half distance, which is five kilometers, and the full distance, which is 10 kilometers. Mm. It's more like a, a endurance uh, type of training versus the weight training, which is more explosive. And it's, it's, more, it's, it's shorter and explosive. Weight training, it's explosive, and swimming, it's like an, an endurance sports. I don't know if, if, if it makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to hit pause for a sec. I, I know one of the things before we came into today, uh, mm -hmm. you said your English wasn't the greatest. Um, yeah. Tu hablas inglés bien mejor de que yo hablo español. <laughs> Thank you very much. Which means, which means you speak English way better than I speak Spanish. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dan. Uh, of Thank course, you very much. Man. Of course. Um, I also said to you, I, I look forward to the day when the Push Project podcast is is bilingual and Spanish is mm -hmm. one of those languages on the podcast. So we can we can truly be uh even through the lens of of a, a global idea. Uh, on the podcast, be as inclusive through the lens of language as we it can would possibly. Be great. Yeah, would be great. agreed, agreed. We're I, I think we're going to have to talk more about that. Yeah, let me know. Uh, now, I I want to ask you about a skill or ability you mentioned being proud of, which is your ability to be resilient. Correct? Yes, yes. I think uh, being resilient for me it helps me to to grow as a as a person mm -hmm. 
and to be where I am where I am now as an athlete and as a person. Mm. Mm, man, um, it, it's allowed you to grow to be where you're at today as an athlete and a person. I, 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 I love that. Um, I love that. Thank you so much for, for saying that and, and sharing that. Um, what, why, why do you think that, um, that resiliency is so relevant? So for me, uh, being resilient, it's, it's the ability to adapt to the circumstance or the situations that life put all of us through. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's accepting what I am uh, with my disabilities or not, with my conditions or not. Mm. And I'm saying I accept who I am. And because I accept who I am, I can see my potential and I can see the person I can become. And I'm going to do everything I can to be that person in the future. Man. Um, can I ask you, do you think living with spina bifida, uh, my uh, do you mm -hmm. think living with spina, spina bifida make, has made you a stronger person? I think accepting my spina bifida mm -hmm. as a part of my life makes me a, a stronger person. Mm. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, now, Gabriel, you, you mentioned through the lens of sports and motivation that training helps um, to move the bar of limitations a bit further. Now, can you explain and talk a bit more about that? Yeah. Uh, when I was born, uh, when, I, when my parents left the hospital with me, the doctors gave them my uh, historical uh, information. Mm. And the last sentence said that they basically didn't know what to expect of me if I was going to be able to live a normal life yeah, or if I was going to be able to uh, need some things to, to fulfill my life. They didn't know. Yeah. So through the sports, through, through lifting weights and then swimming, I felt stronger. And even though I I sometimes do things differently, I, I have to adapt cer certain uh, workouts or, or, or movements. Mm -hmm. uh, I can uh, prove myself that even though I have spina bifida, I don't let my spina bifida limit me, mm -hmm. but I can do, I, I can try to do uh, whatever, whatever I, I want to just mm. uh I, I need to be careful and go slow and adapt. Mm. Mm. Can I ask where where do you think that fighting spirit or spirit to like push the boundaries? Where does that where does that spirit in you come from? Acceptance. For me it's acceptance. Uh but I wasn't uh like this all the time. I I began to accept my condition and myself like when I was 28, 27 years old. Yeah, yeah. So it's a work in progress. And, and even today, I think 
uh, I work on my uh, resilience every single day. Mm. Can I actually, can, can I ask? Because I, I think some of the times it's so easy. Like I, it's so easy to hear you and, and think like, oh my God, Gabriel, you're, you're an impressive, you're an impressive dude doing cool things to own your story and, and uh, put awesome things into the world. But I think you just said something super, super relevant that I think it's also really important to never lose sight of in that you weren't always that person. And it, it, it took that resilience. It took that. So for like that, that say young person or you person period at home hearing mm-hmm. you speak and, and going like, I don't, you know, I don't feel even anywhere close to this person. Cause this person's got it all figured out and they're confident and they're this and they're that there's so much further beyond who I am. I think it's so important for that person to hear the idea that you haven't always been that way. You you haven't always been that upbeat, no. motivated, no, no, no. go-getter. Um, can I ask what, so a part of it was a big piece of it. What I'm hearing was acceptance. Was there anything else that kind of pushed you over that, pushed you over that mountain to say, I'm just going to go and, and do the best that I can with who I am? I think, Pain and acceptance, actually. Yeah. Pain of my multiple surgeries, pain yeah. of not accepting myself. Mm. Uh, that made me, uh, a, a lot of the times, that made me uh, feel less of a person, uh, uh, sad. Yeah. So I learned from that pain and the acceptance that I, I needed to, to have to move forward man um it, gabriel honestly man thank you for sharing all this um the, i i think all of these things from the success of you as an athlete and owning your story and accepting your story to all that all that pain and that challenge that really started to fuel the fire to becoming the yeah. the person that you are today all of that is so relevant and and so important to the story. Um, so just thank you. Thank you for sharing all of it because I, I do thank think, oh man, anytime. My pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> um, it's so easy. I think it's it's a lot easier to celebrate all the things that are going well, but it can be so hard to recognize yes. the pain and recognize how relevant and important those challenges were to helping you blossom. I think people don't realize uh, how much how much power mm. is into acceptance. Yeah. Once you have accept yourself, yeah, with all your flaws and the good things that you have, mm. there's a huge power, and that power can mm. fuel you, and and eventually you're gonna become the person that you are meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now speaking, speaking of the person you're meant to be, uh, your family and friends, they're, they're a big part of your life. Yes. Yes. They um, are uh, one of my fund- foundations or one of my anchors. It's, it's definitely my family and friends. Um, 
Can I ask, why do you think community, whether it be the place that you live or your family and friends, why do you think that sense of love and community, family and friends is important to finding success? Because for me, at least, I know I can trust in my family and my friends and I can relay of them in them yeah. whenever I feel I can do some things or I don't have the energy to keep going mm. i know that i can rely on, on them and they are going to support me and hopefully together we are going to move forward yeah yeah heck yeah um man it's 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 so interesting because i i as somebody myself as, as well who is really close with my family um I, I i i love how you worded it as your family and friends uh being foundational and yeah. i think originally you said as well like pillars pillars to yeah. to your life it's like an anchor yeah yeah um which I, I i totally totally get and and relate to so so hard which which is is so so cool because it is um you know that that sense of family friends community that i i think um, regardless of how successful you become, it'll always be that thing that you come back to, yes. to, to be reminded of core values, like gratitude, acceptance, love, like it, it's those, those foundational things that will continue to be that anchor that, that celebrates with you, but also keeps you humble and keeps you remembering why you do what you do. And, and where you started and why you started. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. 100%. Yeah. Um, man, what uh, I'm curious to know, training wise, athletic wise, what's next for you? So uh, this year I want to compete in at least another one uh, uh, open water uh, match. Yeah. Hopefully it's going to be a, a, an, ocean, an ocean man. Mm. And I can't compete in an Oceanman. I'm probably going to compete in a any local uh, open water competition here in my country. Man, cool. How many, can I ask, how many different competitions do you do in any given year? Does that vary or? So last year was my first competition. As as, as I mentioned, I, I have only been swimming since 2021. So yeah. Last year in May was my first competition in open water. Okay. Was this Oceanman competition. I did my first two Ks and I fell in love. Then uh, August last year, I tried to swim four Ks, four kilometers. Yeah. I I did that and then I, I rested. So hopefully this year I'm going to be doing one or two competitions a year. Man, so good. So good. What is it about, can I ask, what is it about competition that like lights you, lights you up, uh, gets you excited? Challenging myself and see uh, how far I can go and if I can do that. Cool. I, I, want, try, I want to try to swim uh, the 10K, which is considered a, 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 a marathon. Yeah. So one day I'm going to try to swim 10K. Yes. Yeah. Just to, to, to challenge myself 
and to to push my limits and to see how far I can go. Yeah. And enjoy the process, obviously. Man, I love that perspective on competition because that that what you just said has nothing to do with anybody else around you. No. Which is is so so cool. It's just every time trying to better your own, you know, personal best, better your own, better your own thing. So it has nothing to do with like coming in first or anything like that. Just like bettering yourself every time, yes, which is does. so cool. I compete with myself, as, as, as I always said. Yeah, which is, is, I think anyways, whether we're talking specifically to sports or just being a human being, you know, trying to wake up every day a little bit better than the day before yeah. Um, yeah. is something that I love, a thought process that I love. Like, what's one more thing that I could do today that would just make me better, make me whatever better is in my brain? What what What's one thing that I could do um, for myself, for somebody else, for the world? my community period. Um, and I love that. Cause I, it sounds like that's how you approach being a competitor. I completely, I completely agree with you. That's so cool. So cool. Um, Gabriel, um, first of all, I just want to say thank you again for, for coming on today, for chatting, for becoming connected. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm a huge fan of stories, a huge fan of storytelling, and through the lens of the podcast, creating space for humans across our SBNH community locally and globally to share a piece of their story. Because I, I have no doubt in my mind that somebody in our community is going to listen to you and be able to either relate or if they can't relate, pull something from what you said to be able to implement in their own journey uh through through life and uh and so i'm i'm just i'm grateful for you coming on and and i'm i'm thankful thank you so so much my pleasure thank you for having me it's, Man. it's really my pleasure oh um now i did have one more thing that i i want to ask you had mentioned previously that one of your biggest goals and dreams is to put spina bifida into the spotlight um mm -hmm. We're super passionate, as I said, about about the ability that sharing our stories and lifting other others up has to create more awareness and a louder voice for SBNH in the world. That said, if you had one piece of advice to give to somebody across our local and or global community of SBNH who, uh, who struggles with doubting their own abilities and or capabilities, what would it be? Don't do it. Don't doubt of yourself. Whether you have spina bifida or any other condition, or if you don't have any condition, I think it's very natural as a human being to to doubt of 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 yourself. Mm. Don't do it because uh, once you 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 realize that you can try to do everything you want to, mm. you the whole world. You, can be yours mm. and, and uh, self-doubt uh, the only thing that self-doubt makes it's like it's uh, limits uh, our capacity and uh, limits our, our capacity and 
makes uh, doesn't make uh, us to be uh, the human beings and to reach our potential as a human being. One more thing I, wa I want to add. Uh, uh, me specifically, specifically uh, once I have accepted my spinal behavior, as I was saying, uh, as a part of me, but it's not who I am. Mm. I, my spinal bifida dictates how I'm going to live my life, mm. whether I'm going to try to do some things or not, whether I want to pursue a dream or not. I accept it as a part of my life, but in any shape or form, I, I'm not going to let my spinal bifida define and limit my life. Mm. Mm. Man, um, those are great words. Great, great words. And uh, Gabriel, thank you so, so much. Um, muchas gracias. Gracias a ti. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, I'm sure, be keeping in touch. And uh, we have to chat about how we, how we continue to create the Push Project podcast and move the podcast towards uh, creating a Spanish version one of these days, potentially. If I can help in any Heck way. Yes. Heck yes. Um, okay. Well, we'll leave it there for now, but uh, I'll say hasta luego. Um, and, uh, and we'll see you soon, yeah? Nos vemos. No vemos. <laughs> See you soon, man. Thank you for having me. See you soon. Me. Of course. Thank you. Take care. Have a nice day. Thank you. You too. See you. Bye. D is for the people, both big and small. U is for the unity that gathers us all. S for spinal bifida, H for hydrocephalus. Say the push to the world, never let them get the best of us.